What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, Fly Guy DY, Diaz York, the Prince of the Six, the Don Mega, your boy Slim. And without further ado, hopefully this time it works this time. You know how I like to do is go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. <laughs> I added that in there. I hope everybody's um I hope everybody's staying safe. I hope everybody is um masking up. I hope everybody is well. I hope everybody is um doing what they're supposed to do. I hope everybody's taking care of one another, eat your vitamins, all that good stuff. <clears throat> all that in a bag of potato chips. But let's get right into it. So I had a pre-game moment. I was pre-gaming, you know, before I got on the mic. You know, I was pre-game. I was, you know, I was stretching out. You know, I was in the layup lines. I wasn't missing a shot. I didn't miss a shot, you know what I mean? But anyways, I was, um, while I was pre-gaming, I was watching, I was on social media, and I got to get off Snapchat, man. Snapchat is like the worst app ever. But it's so entertaining because people, like I said, previous episodes and People will snitch on themselves all the time. They'll tell, they'll, they'll put all the information out there just because they want people to like be concerned or worried or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I was on there and I was like, okay. So there was somebody that I don't really associate myself with anymore, but I still have them on social media because I don't care. And like I said, I'm petty and I like to watch people. And, um, I had them on there and I was just, I watched their story and they were just saying stuff that like, there should be people that should not, should never be able to give advice. And they were one of those people. I'm not going to say a name. I'm not even going to say the gender because I want to keep it as confidential and as an autonomous or anonymous as it should be. Um, because like I said, I'm petty, but I'm not messy. Know that. I'm petty, but I'm not messy. Um, like how uh, previous episodes where I talked about particular person didn't give it. Obviously, they were a girl because I'm not homosexual or anything like that. But how I just gave it up and you know pretty much just said was all was on my mind at that particular moment and what I peeped. Like I said, petty, but I'm not messy. But anyway, I um. And I felt like she wasn't as qualified to give advice, you know what I'm saying? Or even give a suggestion, because she falls into the same cat. See, I gave it up already. So it's a she. We're going we're gonna to leave it as a she, because I, I slipped up. Like I said, because I was going to go into the bag. And I forget, I'm forgetting that I have a microphone in my face. I could have messed around and said the name, and everybody was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm one taken. I never stop. I can't stop. But we're going to say it's a she. And if you know, then you just know. Um, yeah, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I just feel like there's this she. So Latea is one of my closest friends, one of my greatest friends that I have. And I told her about this particular person. And I was just like, yeah, hey, I mean, it's cool that you're kicking it, you know, with them or whatever the case may be. But I was like, what they got you doing, bad influence. And the person will argue, well, they should never follow me. They should never listen to what I do. But as a friend, that's what friends do. 
friends give advice, friends give suggestions, you know what I'm saying? They always do that. Even my closest brothers give me suggestions and advice. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and not listen to their advice, like, ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's wrong for me to not even listen to them, because why would I, you know, if I didn't listen, why am I your friend? You know what I'm saying? Now, if it was an associate or somebody that I just knew, then maybe it's the advice and the suggestions would be, I would be taking it with a grain of salt, and I throw the salt over my shoulder, because I'm like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know me, you don't, and, you don't, and you don't know my situation and what I got going on, and so on and so forth, right? You just don't know. So anyways, the person that they were hanging out in particular, I was just like, they're a bad influence, right? And they're having you do stuff that doesn't really seem like, it's out of your character. And like, something that they're doing, they're having you do things that I would never see you, like I would never make you do ever in my life, right? And you know, Latea grown woman now priorities responsibilities are in order that's fine you know what i'm saying like that's cool that you you know but back then she didn't see it and i don't like having the i told you so moment i just wanted you to realize it i don't care for the i told you's people care about the i told you's i don't care about the particular i told you's i just want to let you know that they were a bad influence at the particular time i'm glad that you've leveled up and bossed up and moved on from that person and here we are. Now you're flourishing to your higher purpose and a whole nine, right? Getting the ball rolling on your adult life, on the adulthood, right? And um, and then I was watching the story, and then they were just talking about childish and stuff like that. And I was just like, well, you fall into the category of childish. And like I said, I'm very petty. Very petty. You might even think I'm a little messy right now. But... Excuse me, understand this about me. I call a spade a spade. I have no problem saying it to this person's face. I really don't. But I like to keep confidentiality. I like to keep it confidential. I like to keep it just, you know, if no one knows or if people can, if the shoe fits type of scenario, I have no problem name dropping. You know what I'm saying? No problem. And everybody's like, yo, you're causing necessary drama. I'm like, I'm not. Because... This particular person still runs, has has done a lot. And what people don't understand about this particular person, they have done some things. Like, ruin people's lives type things. Like, ruin lives. I have never met a, just based off of their influence and their power. People don't understand the power that people possess, that they possess. I know people look up to me. And I, it's not even a cocky thing. It's a... People look up to you guys, the listener, the fans. They look they look up to you guys. You got people looking up to you. Your own friends look up to you. Your own friends are influenced by your decisions. Your own friends are. You know? Like, your friend, and, and, and if the person that, you know, was hanging around with her, smart enough, she would have easily cut, cut loose ends. She could have easily did that, but didn't, right? Because the influence and the power and the and the persuasion and the aura and the energy of people is real. And if they didn't know that, now they know, obviously, because their life may be in shambles. I don't know. I've never talked to this person in a long time. And, I ref- and I'm probably not going to because I don't necessarily care about retaining a friendship with that person. But with that being said, this particular person that Latea that was hanging out with has ruined someone else's life. Based off her influence and her decisions. You know what I'm saying? 
And like I said, how to give advice, you should never say what I would do because you can't say that because if I was you, no, but you're not. Like, give me advice. If you know me so well and you're my friend, you should be able to give me advice based off of how well you know me and what you would think I would do. That's the advice you should be giving. It should never be, well, if I was in your position, that, no, because that's still putting yourself in their position. Just say, you know me well enough, if you're my friend, you know me well enough. If people ask me, what should I do? I always say my advice or my suggestion, and then I go on. I don't really see you doing that. So this is what I think you could do or you would do. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and then I go on from there and I get the ball rolling. Then my juices get flowing and then my brain gets churning. And then guess what? I deliver some advice. I drop jewels all over the place. But, and, I, and if I ever say, if, if I was in your position, at the end of that, I, I try to catch myself from saying that. I always say that, but that's just me. I don't know what you would do in this position because that's, you know, whatever. But, um, but people have to, you have to be wary of, and like I say all the time, be wary of how you give advice because that makes or breaks someone's like whole thought process when it comes to a particular situation that could be life altering. You could potentially change someone's life based off of the advice you give. You don't really think about it like that, but the suggestions, because you're a friend, you're a friend. They love you dearly. They unconditional love. I, I'm assuming, and they want to make sure that they're they care about your opinion. That's why they ask you for your opinion. So just knowing that in in that sense, it's like it's crazy. Like you have to you have a lot of power and influence over particular people. But there are people out here in this world, like this particular person that Tay was hanging out with, that have bad influences on people. Like I said, now their argument would be. I don't, they should never follow what I had to say, but they don't understand the power that they possess. Because everybody possesses the same power of persuasion and influence. Because people think we're alike. People think, we're, and we're not alike. And that's not a bad thing. You want to be unique. You want to be different in your own way. Like I said, if I jumped off a bridge and I didn't break a bone, if somebody, if one of my homeboys, first of all, I would never do this. Or if one of my homeboys, I don't even know. What could be a... I'll just say jump off a bridge. One of my homeboys jumped off the bridge. Bungie jumped off a of, let's just say bungee jump. Off a bridge. Was fine. You were like, okay, well then I can potentially do it. But if it snaps, I'm dead. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. Like it it cause it, it's different. And that's a terrible example, I understand. But just saying that you see it being safe for some your friend doing it, then you can potentially do it. Not necessarily all the time. Obviously, you take calculated risk and you make sure that whatever it is that you do, you make sure that it's safe for you and everyone else involved, right? But my thing with this particular person is they have a lot of power, a lot of influence. And, and I, I would say they're popular. People like them. But at the same time, you know, people gravitate towards energy. And there is false energy out there. And I believe this person has, has false energy. Once you get to know her, and like I said, like people that hang around her are just completely numb in the brain, just numb. I'm not gonna call them stupid or dumb, but they're just brain, like numb-brained, like numb, numbed-brained, like just completely numb, like a numb. Just how do you hang out with this person? You know, I'm a lot smarter. I, I, like I said, and I was like, people are still hanging out with you, bro. Like, how do you, like, how do people, how do you even operate? You know what I'm saying? 
and this then this is the particular person that gets upset and calls people fake when they don't hang out with them. My thing is this: people don't want to be around you for a particular reason, because of your influence and your power that you possess, and it's negative. It could be good. There's always there's always going to be a yin and a yang and a good and a bad. But if you understand that, you can still hang around a person with a bad influence. You just don't listen to them when they suggest stuff, obviously. But I feel as if this person is just... <sighs> you know, like I said, Latea is a great person. And she was doing stuff out of her character. I'm pretty sure she has no regrets and wouldn't change a thing. Because it made her who she, who she is. And it made her realize the certain stuff that she realizes now. But... This person still it was still install ideas and ruin lives and like people are like fault. This is a false prophet right here. You want to know a false prophet? A false prophet. False prophet. Like that, that's just what it boils down to. In a nutshell, you're a false. Like she's, they're a false prophet. And I told people. But I'm not looking for that. I told you so. I'm glad people realized and moved on. For real. Because I, I ought to be saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. And the people that kick it with her don't even kick it with her like that. Trust me. Don't. Whatever. Not even their friend. Not not even their friend. Like I said, I, I'm keeping it, trying to like keep it like super like if the shoe fits. But come on. Whatever. Don't even kick it with that person. Like. Don't talk to them daily. Not their friend. Wouldn't even consider them friends. I wouldn't. They're kicking it. They're mutuals. They're they're kicking it by association. That's what they, that's what they doing. You know what I'm saying? Like kicking it by association, and that's real. And and nothing's wrong with that. But like, and they and they know it. Everybody knows it. But. I just feel bad for the people that have had to experience closeness with or close proximity with that person and had their life altered or life changed or bad influence, just a bad influence. And I don't like bad influences, man. I try to keep me. I try to keep myself and my team and my people pure because I know what how bad influences can be. People get killed over bad influences. I understand that. And I understand the the power that people possess. You know what I'm saying? Because I understood the power I possessed. And that I still possess to this day. And it's always going it's only gonna grow and get bigger. And when I realized that you when I realized you have the same power as me. That's when it was scary. That's when it gets scary. You fear your own power. I fear my own power. I don't know how far and how large and grand my power will be. My aura will be. I don't know. It's scary thing. It's scary, but I understand that I have it and that I'm able to, you know, that I'm in control of it. You know what I'm saying? But you have the same power. So it's on you to be ordered to control your power. And, and it's a scary thing because, like I said, and if you never noticed it, you one day you're going to wake up and be like, I have some type of influence and persuasion over people. Not saying it's a good or a bad thing, but you just have that type of inf- that power. That power is within you. It's, it's within all of us. But 
It's how you manage your power. It's how you manage it. Because people, like I said, like this particular person I was talking about, she used it in the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, power. Power is a crazy thing. But to each his own. I, um, yeah, kicking it by association. It's not whatever, man. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. My that's that's the my rant. Also, we we could get into this because I wanted to be more lighthearted in the latter half of, of the episode. But um, pushing the wrong agendas, it, it it falls to the same category as bad influences, but not as like I don't know bad 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 influences. And for the agendas are ideas, right? Bad influences, I just tell you to do something and you do it. It could be bad, right? I tell you to go shoot somebody. You trust me enough. You trust me enough to not ever get in trouble that I go shoot somebody and then I get in trouble. And you be like, well, why didn't you think you get, you know, like you didn't think you were going to get in trouble? You just shot somebody, you know, type stuff. But the wrong agendas, man, are just crazy. Like I was watching um, this video. My boy Chikosi, shout out to my guy. He shared on his um, Instagram, and it was his registered nurse. You know, she had a mask on. I was like, okay, cool. It was about the vaccine, so I was assuming that it was something wrong with the vaccine or something wrong with her face. And believe it or not, it was. And the 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 woman, black woman, she had uh, Bell palsy, and like the left side of her face was just like paralyzed. Like, He's either numb or paralyzed. I don't know what Bell Palsy does. I didn't do my research upon that. I could just tell from her face that her nerve, the left side of her body and her nervous system on the left side just shut completely down. It looked, it, it like looked crazy. You know, I don't want to say horrifying, but it was like, man, it was like people are taking this vaccine. And what I mean by pushing the wrong agendas, it's like the people like, the WHO, CDC, FDA, they're, uh, the government, pretty much the government, they're telling like athletes like LeBron and whoever to take the vaccine. And I'm like, why are they doing that? The, and they're telling them to take the vaccine so that they wouldn't scare people away from taking the vaccine because everybody's skeptical about the vaccine. We, have, we, have, we haven't even had the virus for a full year and everybody's talking about and there's already a vaccine. That's scary. You don't know what's in that. And it's public knowledge, it's public record. I'm pretty sure you could look up. And there's going to be trial and error. Like, there's always going to be trial and error. That's, that's, that's just what scientists do. You add, you Any great scientist, trial and error. Excuse me. Like, not every scientist has it down to the T. You know what I'm saying? But they trial and error to get it down to the T. But I just think it's wrong to test on people. You know what I'm saying? Especially health officials. And you're like, well, like I said, bad influence. Not even bad influences, but just bad, the wrong, pushing the wrong agenda. Like, if they take it, you could take it. But that's not the right thing to say. Like, you don't know how their body chemically reacts to that vaccine. Everybody's different. Like, you don't know how your body chemically reacts to COVID. Everybody, some people will be in the hospital, in the ICU. And some people will be in their bed 14 days, 10 days, however long the quarantine period is when you contract COVID. You just you just have it, and then you just wake up one day, a few a week later, week and a half uh, later, and you don't have it no more. Like, 
no symptoms, no nothing, you know? So it didn't lose your taste and none of that. It, you just had the virus. You were just contracting. You were just a carrier. You were just a host of the virus. And so I get the, the idea of the vaccine because obviously you want to be safe and sorry and you want to make sure that everybody's good. But at the same time, you don't want to push the wrong agenda. I feel like when people are coming out saying that they have Bell palsy and a whole bunch of other neurological like issues with their like after taking the vaccine, that scares people way more. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the the message should be just keep wearing your mask and keep doing what you're supposed to do, and you know what I'm saying? Because it's not going nowhere. You know, it's not going nowhere. It's not going nowhere. I and like I said, I think I've shared this sentiment before, but if not, I I will now. I think masks will be optional. I don't think we're going to have to wear them for the rest of our lives, but I do believe masks will be optional. And I do believe it will be a requirement when you go into certain establishments, not restaurants, because restaurants, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. But I think when people cook, restaurants, masks. When people are uh, the plexiglass, that's going to be a thing for the rest, for the end of time. Or until they get it under control. Just stuff like that, you know? But, like, you and you should want to be protected from one another. Like, I'm not saying you're going to dap and hug up one another regardless. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it's going to be. But I do, I, be, I do that with my friends, you know? It's like, it's, it's all love. And I, and, I, and, I, and I know where they've been, so it's not, like, a big deal, right? But, like... There's going to be, people are going to wear masks and people are not going to wear masks. That's going to be an option. That's going to be an optional thing. The vaccine should also be optional. Like, I don't have to go get a flu shot every year. I just don't have to go get one. It should be an optional thing. It shouldn't be like a concrete set in stone, go get a flu shot thing. It shouldn't be that. For me, it's not. Because I never had the flu ever in my life. And people that get the flu shot get the flu. I don't want, I don't want COVID to fight COVID. That makes no sense, right? It wouldn't work. Because you can still get the flu. Even, even if you have a flu shot, you can still get the flu. Like, But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I just feel like when they talk, when they say celebrities, hey, promote this, promote this, promote this. And they're like, no, because we wouldn't even take it. So why do you want us to promote it? And then you got, so people have, like, the, like that nurse has Bell palsy. But Pence don't got nothing. Trump don't got nothing. Biden don't have, doesn't have anything. Kamala Harris don't got anything like like the current president and the president elect don't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? And like and you expect that because that's probably like the for not I'm not going to say it's the for real vaccine, but the one that's more diligently worked on. It won't give them bell palsy, you know what I'm saying? That's the one that they probably cooked up in the lab and was like for real we going to work on this one. Because we're giving it to people, like government officials. You know what I'm saying? They want to make sure everything's fine. But I just think, do your research. That's all I'm going to say. Do your Googles. Um, especially for something like this where you just don't know. Um, you just don't know. You just don't know. And, um, yeah, I just think it's a scary thing. We live in a scary... We live in... I will not even call it scary anymore. At first, it was scary... And I'm still treading waters with the whole COVID thing because I just don't know. And I'm playing my position really well. 
I want to make sure that I don't get COVID. Um, but just this whole thing with COVID, like you just don't know. Um, see, it's for like just hey, the kid, these kids outside, man. They be screaming and yelling, it, bro. But it's like, I and I and I know they're kids. We live in Washington. It's I don't. Let's check the weather. I'm gonna check the weather real quick. It's like minus twenty eight degrees outside. It's not. I wish it rained. It is raining. It's drizzle. Bro, it's 48 degrees. I bet you it feels like, it feels like 45. And bro, it probably feels like, but it's humid outside. So maybe it's a little warmer. But I know for a fact, it's way colder outside than 45. Because they play outside and stuff. But then they come back in like an hour or like 45, 30 minutes to an hour. They go back inside. Every time. And I'm like, but why? Just stay inside. My thing was, my parents would send me outside because go play outside. Why are you in the house all day type stuff? You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm I'm, I'm messy here. They be yelling and screaming at their children. So like they be like go outside because they don't like their kids type thing. I don't know. But if I was outside, bro, I'm playing on my phone. Like when I go outside now, I'm on the phone. Like I'm not. What am I supposed to be doing? I'm on the phone. I'm talking with my my home my homeboys. Like, bro, I'm not running around, hop jumping and skipping. Like that time has that playtime has passed a long time ago. But um, that's what I was saying. You know, we live in strange times. It's gonna get even more stranger. I think people are gonna be more cautious. This caught everybody off guard, and we didn't know how it was gonna affect everybody. But I think next year it'll be the same things this year, but it'll be more cautious. I think everybody will be more prepared and more ready for it. I still don't I don't I don't know how toilet paper and COVID makes sense. Still don't. I think cuz it happened again. Yeah, it's stupid. You know, when it, when Inslee said we're shutting down to the 4th, people were supposed to buy toilet paper and stuff. But my thing is like the mass hysteria for toilet paper. It made that's how you know people were just sheep. And the wolves were like the older folks, the OGs were like, "Look, we're going to get some vitamins." <laughs> what is it? What is a what is what is toilet paper gonna do for my immune system? It does nothing. You your immune system is in your stomach and stuff like that. You take vitamins. Your stomach digests the vitamins. Boom. But what do I know, right? I'm just an 18 year old kid living in Seattle, Washington. What do I know? But speaking of Washington, I feel like I love my city so much. I think about the stuff that no one else thinks about. Like, I'm so Washington. I'm a Washington head at its finest, right? So yesterday, I was like, you know how I said, I was, a few episodes ago, I was talking about how Washington was um, a top five city, and I love Washington, and stuff that goes on within Washington, and stuff like that. A five, top five city. I wanted to know, and I was like, where are the best places to live? Because I work in Bellevue, and Bellevue's really nice and beautiful, and stuff like that. But I, I just want to... I went to school in Renton, and I pretty much grew up in Renton, South Seattle, that particular area for a majority of my life, and for probably a good part of my life. Like, I just moved out here. I'm not going to say where I live, but um, <laughs> I just moved. Come on, email. But I just moved um, over here not, not too long ago, um, where I live at now, not too long ago. But I just wanted to... 
look at something. It interested me. It piqued my interest. I was like, what's the best place to live in Washington? You never know. And I was with uh, my, my boy Adonis and my homegirl Kim a few days ago, and we were in Mercer Island just driving around town looking at houses and stuff. And I wanted to know what the best places were like to live at, like just in Washington. And um, so I have or the 10. So first of all, I have the 10 worst places. My Lord, you hear this? I know it has to release air, but man, Christ almighty. Fighter jet over here. Overheats. I, it wasn't overheating before. I don't know, man. I'm not worried about it. But, um, got the top. I got it. So, according to, this is homesnacks.com. I don't know who this guy is. This was written, this article was written in 2015. But you're going to be confused because you just are. Because I'm going to read the article. And I wanted to read for you guys. You know, I haven't, I haven't done that in a minute. And I lied. I probably done that like two episodes ago. But anyway, we're here we are. Here we are. This article is opinion based on facts and it's meant for infotainment. Don't freak out that we updated it for 2018. Okay, so. Okay, it says. When you think of Washington, you normally think of Seattle, rain and beautiful mountains. What you don't normally think about are the potential stink holes that are around the mountains. So we dug in and did the dirty work for you to figure out where the worst places to live are on the Evergreen State. The following are the worst. Not so evergreen places in Washington. Okay. And they said we broke it down. We broke into we broke down into violent crime and poverty crime and to give violent crime a larger weight. If you did a sample calcu simple calculation of all crimes per capita, property, property crimes are normally seven times more common and really biased that ranking. Furthermore, only cities that with at least f uh, 5,100 people were considered, leaving 118 cities. We then ranked each city from 1 to 118 for all the criteria, with the number one ranking for the worst for the particular criteria. Next, we averaged the ranking into one worst place to live score. I don't Finally, we ranked every city on the worst place to live score, with the lowest being the worst in Washington City. Shelton, read on the detail. Read on for a detailed look at the 10 worst cities in Washington. This is a scientific an analysis based on real data and is completely unbiased. I don't know how it's unbiased. Got it. They just said it was biased. Now they're saying it's unbiased. I don't know which is which. You're confusing me. But this is the stuff I think about when it comes to Washington. I don't know if you guys heard that. <laughs> We're going to move on. Any who Z's. Shelton is number one. I've never been to Shelton ever in my life. It says the population is 9,832. Uh, rank last year was number one. No change. The home values are 150,400. That's the 16th worth in the state. The unemployment rate is 10%. It's the 14th worst. It's second, 22nd worst crime. Uh, therefore, 
though the average Sheldon household brings in a higher income, there are fewer people working here than in other states across the state. It doesn't help that everyone has to be constantly worried about the crime either. Kelso's number two. The population is 11,871. Rank last year was two. Home value is 120,700. It's the eighth worst. Unemployment rate is 14.7%. It's the third worst in the state. How is that possible? Why is it so low? The city scored poorly across the board for criteria we analyzed with the exception of having excellent commute time. Yeah, no one lives there. Duh, excellent commute time. Yeah, bro, don't ever. No, I'm dead. That's not bad. Uh, Union Gaps 3, 6,125. Rank last year was third. Home values was 93,700. It's the, it's, the, it's the worst. It's the first worst. Unemployment rate is 5%. It's 80th, 80th, 80th worst. I can't speak English. Jeez. The unemployment rate is nearly 5%. Residents earn about 37202 a year. Terrible. I have nothing else to say to that. Centralia is... six. Population is 16729 Rank last year was 9th. Home values are... 148,900. Having your house, your home value less than 100,000 is terrible. 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 That's how bad. Terrible. Anyway, um, the 15th worst for the home values. Unemployment rate is 9.5%. It's 23rd worst in the state of Washington. I know they had. Centralia was the first site of the infamous massacre in 1919. It is now. And now it has massacred the competition when it comes to being the worst place to live in Washington. <laughs> that's so mean. Um, um, that's terrible. I didn't know there was a massacre. I don't, bro, don't know. Aberdeen is fifth. It says it is sixteen. Population is sixteen thousand three hundred thirty-five. The rank last year was sixth on apparently on the list. Home value is 120,200, seventh worst. Unemployment rate is 8.6%, 28th worst. This says, it seems as if the nickname, it says, known as the gateway to the Olympic Peninsula, it seems as if the nickname might want to add gateway to high unemployment. Why are they doing them in? Doing them in. Just, just doing them in. Just doing them in. Just don't care. Um, the sixth one is Airway Heights. Okay, is Airway Heights? I have never heard of these places ever. The population is six thousand five hundred and twenty-three. That's crazy to me. The rank last year was twenty-third. They moved up seventeen spots. Terrible. You're terrible. That's probably like the highest gap, like the highest jump. On this list, but um, unemployment uh, home value is one hundred fifty thousand eight hundred seventeenth worst. Unemployment rate is nine point nine percent, eighteenth worst. Where was the highest unemployment rate? It gotta be. It gotta be. It's Union Gap. No, it's not Union Gap. It's it's uh, what is this one? It's Kelso has the worst 
unemployment rate. They're third worst in the state with 14%. Like, that's terrible. Where, where was I at? Oh, was, I don't know how to say this one. Hoquim? Hoquim is... Population is 8,434. The rank last year was uh, four. Home value is 96,600. Second worst. Unemployment rate is 13.2%. It's the fourth worst. How do you... You can't... What is going on? It says, in fact... 2,110% of Hoquiam residents live below the poverty level. That is hot garbage. What I call that? Hot, hot garbage. Hot garbage. This is ridiculous to me. <coughs> Topinish. I had never heard of these places. Topinish. But the ninth one is going to shock a lot of people. Oh, this is 2018. I don't know. Shock a lot of people, though, probably. Population is 8,977. Rank last, rank last year was 11. This is number 8 on the list. Um, home values is 114,100. It's the fourth worst. Unemployment rate is 9.7%. It's the 20th worst. It says, Topinish, Washington. Needs a big hug right now. Residents are un underpaid, underemployed, underemployed, and possibly lonely. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. It says, if you know anyone in Topinish, DM them on Facebook and tell them that you love them. They can probably use it right now. I'm dead. Well, you're you're in BFE. I can't say the whole thing, but you're in bum F Egypt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no one's heard of Topinish. Ever. Ever. That's so funny. Not DM them on Facebook. That's hilarious. And get rid of, if you have Facebook, get rid of it. Number nine. You what number y'all ready for number nine? It is Tuckwilla. Ah, 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 ah. Tuckwilla is number nine on the list. <laughs> With the population being nineteen thousand eight hundred and seventy eight. It's probably went up, honestly. It probably went down because we want to live in Tuckwilla. Uh, rank last year is eight. It was down one. It's ninth on the list. Um, two hundred forty-eight thousand six hundred is the sixty-fifth worst in the state. Unemployment rate is seven point four percent, forty-seventh worst. It says Tugwell. It doesn't happen much better in terms of overall uh, overall economic outlook. The unemployment rate is at seven point four percent, and people average less than forty-eight thousand. 490 a year in combined household incomes. That's terrible. Homestand at 200, I already read that, which is very low. And crime in the in the worst 10% in Washington. Oh, God. And again, overall terms of employment factor, it is easy. It is not easy to find a fun on Friday night. It's not. It's all residential. It's all residential. There's a mall. This is 2018, so you can already know. But no one's going to Tuckwilla for fun. Like we're going, you're going to Washington. You're it's Washington. You're going to Bellevue. You're going in uh, downtown Seattle. You're going to a whole bunch of other places. Queen Anne. Like you're not going to Tuckwilla for fun because there's no fun in Tuckwilla. And it's right there by the, uh, the airport. Like who wants to be in there? What? Okay, number ten. 
is Quincy. I never heard of Quincy Washington. But it says Excuse me. I yawned. Excuse me. Uh population is seven thousand two hundred and forty eight. Ranked last year was fifth. Down five spots. So Quincy's on the up and up. I probably I don't know. I don't know what it is now, but like I said, the list was made in twenty eighteen or it was updated in twenty eighteen. Uh, the home values are 133,511 uh, 133, worst in the state. Unemployment rate is 12.8%. That's the sixth worst. You have to understand something. There's 7,000 people, right? And 12% of them are unemployed. That is crazy to me. That is ridiculous. It says Qu Quincy, where there's nothing... Well, there's absolutely nothing to do unless you enjoy bowling. Ranks as the 10th worst city in Washington. But besides the pure lack of amenities, Quincy has some real economic problems to contend with. The unemployment rate hovers near 12%, and families earn around 51000 a year. It is also the 46th highest in Washington for crime, where 1 in 24 people get ro gets robbed every year. Oh, well, I mean, everybody's unemployed. Hell, they rob people. Okay, so there's they have another list, but we're going to do this. Shelton is terrible. I want to see where, where Seattle's at. Tacoma's 28th. SeaTac's 21, I figured. Auburn is 32. Federal Way's 39. Kent's 41. Um... Renton is 63rd. Um, Seattle is 81st. Um, there's mad people in Seattle, man. But we, we knew this, though. I'm sorry about that. They don't even have Bellevue on here. <laughs> like They don't even have Bellevue on here. They don't have Bellevue on here. Oh man, it's like it's all like the South. Tuck Willis is terrible. The unemployment rate in Seattle is what four percent? Bro, would you guys hear this? Like that's crazy. I don't even know where to put it at at this point. What if it just blew up in my face? I'm like, well, I'm Iron Man now. But um, okay, so now we did that list. We gotta do so. Um, the crazy tourist gave us a list. The best, the 15 best places to live in Washington. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. With over 600 Sasquatch. Boy, that's Cap. That's Al Capone. 600 Sasquatch sightings? I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. It says, Here then are the 15 best places to live in Washington. Washington State based on crime rate, school system excellence, home affordability, growth, and prosperity. Number one. Is Redmond. Uh, we were good. You know, uh, Redmond's pretty cool. 
Oh, I'm dead. It says the town of 58,000 people was named by Niche.com. I looked on that list before, but mm. the first best place to live in Washington. A uh, convenient location, just 16 miles from the city's large, from the state's largest city, Seattle, and a home here will set you back. $485,100. A lot of tech companies, $100,000, $103,000 on average per household, which is a lot, man. More popular parks in King County, the, Mar the Marymore Park, whose 640 acres of sprawling space is used for picnics, sports, festivals, concerts, biking trails, and more. I have never heard of this park. I gotta go. It's 640 acres. You guys have to go. Number two is Sammamish. Um, bro, the home value, median home value sits at 609,000. I'm probably not gonna read everything because, like, I'm just not. I'm gonna read the name, but Pullman's number three. I don't know how that's possible. No one lives in Pullman. Um,. Issaquah's for Costco headquarters is in Issaquah. I did not know that till like recently. My mom told me that. Richland, never heard of it. Looks racist from this picture. Looks super racist. It looks like it just looks racist. Uh, Bainbridge Island, they're nice over there. The second it was it was recognized by CNN. Was once recognized by CNN as the second place, second best place to live in the country. What? Cap, you, bro, you're on the whole other side of the Puget Sound. I would never want to live so far away from a city. I've been to Bainbridge like one time in my life, and it was not fun. It was not fun. This is ridiculous. I don't know why it's doing this. But it is hot on the bottom, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up soon because it's starting to get, it's starting to get hot. It's trying to blow out the air out, you know. So let's, we got to wrap it up. Uh... Snevin, Snevin, seven is Snoqualmie, uh, eight is Kirkland, nine is Bellevue, you know the vibes, Bellevue is French for the name that means beautiful view, okay, cool, Woodenville, Woodenville is in Maryville, I think, it's so far up north, Maple Valley, alright man, Kenmore, um, Olympia, you guys hear this now, it's ridiculous. Mercer Island is 14, Seattle is 15. You'd think Seattle would be a lot higher, but it's not. Um, so, I'm sorry this has uh, ended a little shortly because my computer sounds like it wants to explode. But, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. Did it again. That round of applause is for you guys. If you guys stuck around and listened to this episode in its entirety, I appreciate you. Um, all that good stuff. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys. It's your boy Slim, the Don Mega, Diaz York, Fly Guy DY, the Prince of the Six. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace.